0: I know usually we air on Wednesdays. However, it's been such a very, very productive week thus far, full of tons of, you know, I went into like information overload, just researching some stuff yesterday because I have a client that's got um, something cooking, right? So I will talk more later about being in a 22 month long escrow, more on that when we conclude. (laughs) So I, of course, was working on that behind the scenes and delivering keys to new owner, making sure, um, you know, sellers are getting their money and they're wired. So, you know, that's, you know, doing real life, real, real estate stuff, real life, real estate stuff. With that being said, Welcome, welcome, welcome to Ready, Set, Real Estate. I am your show host, creator and founder, Lisa Gillette, also known as Super Agent, as you can see here. And I, of course, am just ecstatic to just kind of reconnect in these times. I've been getting lots of questions, lots of concerns. And so today's show segment, we're going to talk about pricing, and this wave of price adjustments, we are starting to see hit our nation. I was going to say the nation, our nation. So we're at episode 165. How much is your home worth today? Listen, if you know of anyone who was on the fence about marketing their property uh, in one of history's uh, just kind of amazing booms, they should tune in. If you are a buyer still looking to get a deal, take advantage you should tune in and listen. Okay. So of course, press one lets me know you're here. Press two is the price of admission. And oh, of course you guys need to warn me and just be like, Lisa, bring your mic closer. That should be a lot better. Mic check, mic check. That should be a lot better. As I do the show segment, I'm not going to do classroom style. We're just going to have an open discussion. So you are more than welcome to tune in and connect of course, drop in your comments. If you are catching me on the replay, say hello. Hey, hey, hey. She's like, yeah, a lot. (laughs) You know what? I was thinking about you yesterday and I was like, I haven't seen your posts. I haven't seen you posting. So wondering if you are all well, of course, I can always pick up the phone, but I was going, you know, this week has been really, it took us We've been attempting to close one of our escrows from last Thursday and just, and something just kept coming up like the wire, right? We were like waiting for the wire to go in three days and then we had a holiday. So that puts you on edge. It makes you really kind of look at wire fraud in a whole different perspective when you hear wires are being rejected or going to the wrong bank account. It's like, what is going on? Yeah, so... Of course, I'm high energy because it's been one of those weeks. So we are going to do uh, just open discussion. If you hear me drop something that is a gem or is a mic drop, go ahead and drop the mic uh, in the caption below as well. Cindy says, we thought about you too. Eric wants to sell the house and wait for the market. <laughs> I like this idea. However, I'm concerned that you may have waited too long. Like. Three weeks because rates have gone up. So this is definitely the point of having this discussion because we now have to look at it twofold, right? So oh, do I sell? What does that mean? Am I buying a replacement home? So this is why, this is why. Of course, let me give my disclaimer. So do not take or receive the information that I'm presenting on this show as legal or tax advice. Please seek those legal Uh, seek legal counsel regarding your specific situation. Please seek reputable, again, reputable for people in the back, reputable, licensed legal professionals and tax advisors regarding your situation. Because of course, when you sell and buy real estate, it does have tax consequences, depending how you took title, depending whether you're renting, depending, right? So again, you want to consult with a professional. You can start here, of course, with, with us, and we'll refer you out if you need that as a as a resource. Um, in terms of fancy titles, I'm a broker owner. Devenio States is our brokerage here based in Southern California. Completely separate from the show. But your common denominator is a moi, me. And I am a pricing strategy advisor. I'm certified in foreclosures, have trainings and all kinds of things. I'm also... I'm also, guess what, a very world-class agent trainer. So I do train agents as well. We did put that on pause because of COVID, and then we switched to online. And then now I want to go back to live trainings because I kind of still like the connection. So I'm excited to bring that back. I I did share with some of my intimate circles, and I will share that now as well. Uh, We are working on our schedule. I just got the green light last week from one of our venue sponsors, which is an escrow company that we work with that has uh, hosted our trainings in the past. She gave me the green light. She said, you know what? Um, Let's move forward with the lives. It it appears that we will have to adjust and adapt with COVID. So for those of you who would like to come to the live events, you're more than welcome. So feel free. If you know any agents that can benefit from this information, make sure you say, hey, check her out. Check check out that gal called LA Super Agent. She's having her trainings again. Um, Because there has been a lot, a lot of changes, all right, lots of changes to keep abreast and atop top of what's going on so that you're better, and I'm speaking to my colleagues, so that you're better informed and you know how to uh, negotiate and you know how to move your clients according to this market. I did a post and I think I'm going to bring it up so we can have it as a point of discussion (laughs) so that we can have a point of discussion about what today's segment is about, okay? And before I do that, of course, I will be right back after this sponsor break. We wanna say thank you to Omnis Property Solutions. We'll be right back. Do you have properties that need to be maintained? For professional services that guarantee your property will stay safe and secure, Omnis Property is the team you want by your side. As a company, we pride ourselves on our best-in-class professionals, equipped with the latest technology for all your end-to-end property preservation needs. That means that from start to finish, our expert team can handle everything from accurate assessments to preservation projects of all sizes. Save money and time by working with leading experts that understand your needs and are committed to premier service. Get started today by contacting us for your project estimate. Visit www.omnispreservation.com or call 310-957-9132. Can you tell I'm feeling good? I'm feeling great. Yeah, I'm feeling great. Lots, lots of stuff going on. And then of course I'm like, Oh, I still got to knock out my case briefs. I good news. I for 44 total case briefs to do. I have eight left. Please root for me. Please keep cheering me on. I do need that, that just keep going, keep going. We need you. Keep going. Uh, cause I know I am using it, doing it for the greater good of my community. And and I have a fantastic show concept that once I make it to the next level, we are going to do something like out of this world. It's, it's gonna be amazing. All right. I'm really excited. Uh, I do want to say, oh, I remember, listen, um, write down your goals. We're in second quarter 2022. I mean, imagine we're in June. So January, February, March, April, May, June. We're in the end of second quarter. So make sure you're writing those real estate goals. You have to write them down, manifest them, make them come to life, bring it out of the spiritual into the physical realm through the vibration of the pen, right? The vibration of writing it down, make it real for you. Make it real. Remember remember to write it down. The subconscious mind does not know the difference between fiction and reality. So use that to your advantage to have the universe conspire to give you whatever it is that you want. And I will affirm it. What is the saying? Where there are two, there I am. So I am affirming it with you. Whatever your heart's desires, that it is affirmed, it is already done. You don't have to keep asking and asking and asking. Just believe it to be done, and it is so. All right, good, good stuff. All right, we're on episode one sixty-five. How much is your home worth today? I'm going to do a screen share because it's always fun to say share my screen. Who saw this post? I did. This is my Facebook page. I'm still under my maiden name, Lisa Porto. Yes, yes. But I am legally, officially Lisa Gillette. Gillette, Lisa Gillette, right? I'm still razor sharp. So Lisa Gillette without the E, but I'm still razor sharp. Get it? Get it? (laughs) How much is your home worth today? I did this post um, March 28th. I posted this. It was late at night, 845. And my mind is just watching because I have alerts set up on my markets, certain areas and pockets I'm watching. I have alerts set up and the alerts that I have show back on markets, B-O-M, price adjustments, price improvements. Uh, What else? Memorial Day sale. So I'm going to read it for our radio podcast listeners, by the way, shout out to them. And thank you for your continued Love and support. Really, really appreciate you uh, checking us all out on all our radio podcast platforms everywhere. We are doing a thing. Increased um, listening audience, increased viewing audience. Um, just got added to Amazon Music. Woo, woo, uh, and Audible. Love it. So, let me dissect this comment here. So I said, this market shift is going to hurt if you're not coaching your primary clients. Just read a listing remark that said, open quote, Memorial Day sale, 100000 off listing price. Here's some little context. Um, in fact, my client is now buying this house. It went from $799 to $699, $100,000 off, off. And guess what? We negotiated And I just saw her email come through. She just signed the acceptance and looks like we're buying this same house that she got as a Memorial Day sale with $100,000 off. Let's talk about this thing called phantom money. Hashtag, drop that in the uh, comments below. Hashtag phantom money. Let's talk about this thing called phantom money, y'all. You know why? Because phantom money is something that it appears out of nowhere, and it also can disappear out of nowhere. In fact, here's what's interesting. And in, in, in you saw that alert come through. If you saw that, it said like near Bodger Bodger Park, right? Because I'm watching and I'm watching El Camino area. I'm watching Torrance, so I'm watching the prices on that, right? Because can you imagine those places are like a million dollars, like two bedroom, two baths, like nine hundred thousand dollars. And what does that mean as we are watching this market do what it's doing? Okay, let's say how we got here. Let's talk about how we got here. How did we get here? Well, it all started (laughs) with those interest rates hike. We are anticipating. So notice that the rates, I should say, I won't say notice. Yes, notice. I want you to pay attention. Rates are going to vary with uh, FHA, VA, conventional loan products. Rates are going to vary. Of course, they're going to vary. And then within each of those category type of loans, you have subcategories based on your FICO score, your debt to income ratio, um, down payment, and all that other stuff that you're putting in, in, in there. We are now in an environment of having to buy down the rate. Remember that time, once upon a time, Cindy, you, if if you're still on, um, you were in this time where we were negotiating closing costs so that, you know, you can apply towards maybe a rate buy down. And Eric is just, you know, one of the savviest folks as I know he watches this. So he's always rate watching as well. So he, he'll know how to work this to his advantage. I think the bigger concern right now is maximizing your equity position in this market as we are watching a couple things happen. I think the psyche of people is what will make this market uh, take a quicker shift downward than it needs to because when people see price cuts like 100000 like a lot of my buyer clients are like, oh. That means that's good for me, right? Yes, that does mean it's, it's good for you. However, prices are adjusting downward in some pockets and areas. It's not um, affecting everyone as quickly, but I do see across the board nationwide as the headlines are reading about recession, headlines are reading, um, you know, of course, is hyperinflation that we are entering or kind of seeing. There is still that true, the true fact that inventory is not quite up yet. So there are a couple of things that are happening. Days on market is now extending. We're going from being on the market for (laughs) one day, right? 24 hours in some areas, less than six hours, homes were being sold. So we went from days on market, one day, three day, seven day, 10 days, seven days? Oh no, it's been more, it's 21 days. We're on the market and we're, we're kind of freaking out. So it's really, it's really important for two, two sides of the coin, right? You as a homeowner seller, who's looking to maximize your position to understand how long is it taking for properties to move into contract days on market, right? Um, So we are going to watch our days on market and I st- I put phantom money here because I'm gonna come back to it. I'm still on the same topic. Want to give you context. I'm setting up the play. We have days on market, right? Kind of extending longer for certain areas. Here's where this could be a concern. That if you are not noticing how long it's taking to enter into contract from your list date to your contract date, and you don't see what overall the market is adjusting to, like you know borrowers are. Uh, taking a little bit more time. They have more properties on the market to see. It's not like before where 50 people showed up to uh, an appointment showing. And if you got in, you got in and the rest had to now go look at something else. It was crazy. It was crazy what was happening. It's crazy times. Um, I still have my favorite clip in here. Let me see if I still have my video file. Like one of my favorite video files um, about the market. I'd have to find it somewhere. Oh, So bummed that I don't have it ready. Cue the cue the video. I'll come back to it. So now Danes of Market are expanding to a longer period. Here's why this is important for you. And it's important for your professional, your working real estate professional to know this. Because if they reduce, if they say, oh my gosh, we don't have any interest, we don't have any offers, Um, And we've been on the market for 17 days. And then they recommend to you to reduce the price. Well, then you're going to say, well, you should say, um, what on average has been the days on market before properties enter, enter escrow? If they do their homework and research, they may notice for that particular area, it could be 21 days or 35 days. I literally just had this happen. And I watched every other property that came on the market around us do price adjustments within seven days and 10 days because they weren't getting the activity. I had primed my client and I said, our days on market is 21 to 35 days, which means we're it's going to feel like nothing's happening, but we've got to give the market time. And of course, on day 21 for us, no price adjustments, We got a buyer, we got an offer, and we recently closed. So, guess what? She didn't have to do something crazy like reduce by 50,000, 25,000 to try to be appealing. See, what is happening is people are trying to now relive the good old days that was two months ago where the craziness was happening. All these buyers were coming, all these multiple offers. That's not what we're experiencing now. So, it's important for us to understand. D-O-M, days on market. How long is it now taking for properties to go from list to contract? List date, right? Live on market to contract. Now you're having an accepted offer, opening escrow. Very important. Now let's talk about this thing called price adjustments and how it affects this phantom money. If you do a price adjustment, if you now see or realize a price adjustment and you are agreeing to reduce the price, let's no longer, uh, excuse me, I was just checking messages because like I said, we just accepted an offer. So I'm going to open that scroll. Woohoo. We don't want to be in a space and place where we're now trying to relive what we could have sold our property for last week. That's how quickly I'm noticing things are adjusting. The difference between your price and this phantom equity that you would have realized of 20,000, 30,000, 50,000, 60,000 has now been wiped out. It's gone. Don't say it, Lisa. What? I've lost 60,000 in the case of let let me listen. Let's let's go back to this guy right here. In the case of this guy right here, a uh, hundred thousand dollars off that property. That has gone. The equity they thought they had at seven ninety nine is gone. It's no longer. Why? Because numbers don't lie. People do. Is that what Jay Z said? <laughs> Numbers don't lie, people do, meaning let's look at the facts. Dude, did you get any offers at $7.99? No. How long have you been on the market? In fact, that property that I'm referring to in this example um, has been on the market for a little over two months. And then they did a price adjustment because no activity, right? So they're in the South LA market looking at the days on market and they go, whoa, hmm, we have no offers. Can you believe that I would be talking about this right now? I, I'm going to time stamp this. We're at June 2022, and I'm talking about houses receiving no offers. Let's marinate on that. What is happening, people? What's happening? Two things. Those rate hikes have wiped out a pool of borrowers that are no longer in the market. Who's buying now at five points, 5.375 interest rate? And they are anticipating, they, the feds, are kind of showing us, we expect two more rate hikes. Um, they, them out there, is projecting that we are going to be at 8% in three years. I know some for some of you, you may be a little freaked out about that. But put it in context, right? Let's put it in context. 6%, 5%, 8%. Um, interest rates on your home loan, compare that to your interest rates on your credit card. What are you paying? 16%, borrow money. 21%, some of you have variable rates at 23.44, 23.99, 24.99. You have all these variable interest rates. Let's put it in context. What's your interest rate on your car loan if you have a car now, right? 8%, 9%, 10%. Let's put it in context. So now we're looking at home loans. Mortgages are now moving in that direction where it's going to be more costly to borrow. That means now we should be negotiating uh, closing costs, which let's jump into the comments. Ooh, let's jump into the comments. All right, let's 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 jump into the comments here. I'm going to bring this up real hill. Zoom it up. Zoom. I, I want you guys to see the juice of what was happening in these comments section here. Uh, how do I look at it here? Okay. Can you read that? Hold on. I'm going to bring it all the way up. Ooh. I know. What am I doing? How do I move this thing over? It's like, oh, I'm screwing it up. Oh, here it is. Okay. I want you to see this. So this is CJ, He's one of my colleagues out here doing his thing. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to like my own post. Does anyone still like their own posts? I'm, I'm going to care for it. I'm going to love it. I'm going to care for it. <laughs> I'm going to care for my own posts. <sighs> so we're talking about pricing and what's going on. Here's another colleague right here, right? He says, got an offer accepted a few days ago at asking with 3% seller concessions. Seller concessions means those closing cost credit where now buyers are now in a position to be competitive and really now negotiate to their advantage. We're now seeing a trend. I'm, yes, it's a trend because I've got a couple <laughs> offers that we, we've, we're doing this. This is, I'm coming below asking with 2% in closing costs and listing agents are saying, we want to work with you. (laughs) This This is amazing to see this happen. Three weeks ago, four, six weeks ago, there's no way I would ever be considered if I even offered something less than the asking, much less ask for closing costs. Oh, no, honey. No, no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No, that's that's not that was not the type of real estate that we were in. Now, here you have it. Four days ago, CJ and I are communicating about this. And I said to him, kudos to you for asking. I said I got accepted at asking and we just settled, meaning we negotiated after back and forth. But we we were in escrow already. And I asked for my pie in the sky. Like I said, after my pie in the sky asked for the stars, I went in asking for everything representing my buyer client. And the seller says, hey, in good faith and and wanting to keep the deal together, we don't want to lose you. We're willing to offer $1,500 towards closing costs. Um, My client was already decided on buying this home and accepting it as is and all the terms going in. So she was good with it. She was like, hey, that's great. We'll take it $1,500. We'll apply that towards a rate buy down, right? Cause interest rates are doing something. So I encourage you to negotiate closing costs for rate buy downs. If you're a buyer now, what does that mean for my homeowners? As we are talking about this, uh, what does that mean in terms of how much is your home worth today? Because let's go back here. Um, That thing called phantom money, in fact, Obama's administration during the housing crisis, when the lenders said, oh, we've had to take a short sale and accept less than what they owe on the property, we want them to pay taxes to that, right? We want them to pay taxes. And the Obama administration passed, excuse me, California passed a... (laughs) You've seen all kinds of stuff on my Facebook. I won't do that again, y'all. It's distracting. Uh, California passed an anti-deficiency act. And what that meant was, and why am I speaking about this? Is because we're going to start entering a market potentially where people owe more than the property's worth. And the reason that will happen is because uh, some people may have wrapped loans around their property to purchase it with first liens, second liens, or junior liens, PACE liens, HERO liens, uh, SEEIP liens. Um, what other ty- There's different types of liens. Those um, down payment assistance programs are also uh, liens, also known as uh, junior liens. Uh, franchise tax board. Leans as well. That means anything recorded against you as an owner starts to add up. And in a market that is shifting, will you have sufficient money to even close escrow? Will you have sufficient of a payoff, right? That's what we're talking about here is this thing called phantom money is what we're realizing has just poof, poof. Phantom money. Shad says, "Love the topic today. Thank you. We've got to discuss it, right? Whether we're doing it openly, intimately with our circles, we are discussing this thing called phantom money and how we are watching. um, We are watching live. It's almost like the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, um, and we're watching." (laughs) This unfold in front of our eyes, especially if you're active in this market and you're a listing broker like myself, you have to be on top of it and being strategic. Don't price homes too aggressive because you will hurt your client seller. You're going to do damage. Don't be too aggressive. Why? Because you have to know what is going on in your local market. What is happening, right? What, what, what do closing costs look like? And I'm I that's one of the things that's key for me. I've got you can see I'm you know, I got all kinds of stuff that pop up um over here. Let me let me just do this real quick and close out my outlook because I'm it's getting juicy. I really don't want you to see all my emails. <laughs> all my emails coming through. I tell you, you saw all the and those emails were alerts. Those are alerts that I have actively set on markets, and this is why I can tell and see. Um What's happening with the market adjusting? So, how much is your home worth today? Not what it was worth uh, two months ago. Not what it not what it was worth last week, potentially. And that's what's um, could be heartbreaking for a lot of you. Shad says, "Sitting a a sitting home is a home that loses leverage day after day." Absolutely. What do we call that, Shad? Days on market. This is why we we're talking about it days on market. You have to know what your DOM is because you may prematurely do a price reduction when you really didn't have to, but you just got to know how to price and, and just be strategic. It's, it's an ongoing conversation that we are having today. So yes, you don't want to be sitting at a time when people are feeling the volatility of rate hikes. And I will put this in context, right? I just spoke with one of our lender partners this morning, and she's been trying to lock in at an optimum time, lock in the interest rate for our buyer client, because rates were ideal on a Friday, last Friday. And then after the holiday, they went up, right? The Dow Jones was down. She says, this is kind of in uh, quoting her as she's watching the Dow Jones and the bond markets, as it relates to interest rates. And so instead of the market improving in that window, the rates went up. And so now it costs more to get a certain rate. It's costing the client more. So now as the borrower has to battle this and fight this out, especially for those who maybe didn't do rate locks at 45 days ago, didn't quite lock in the rates, Um, Because it costs to do all of that too, right? You don't know when you're going to get into escrow and then you do all this. And then you kind of, you go, do I risk it now? Lock it in. It costs me. And then I have to do an extension. That costs me. These are things that buyers have to experience. And this is why from a seller's perspective and putting it in context, that money you thought you would have had $30,000, $50,000, $60,000, $30,000, 50,000 60,000 in this case 100 grand is no more. That's not even that's not even a point of discussion because the pandemic boom is softening, the pandemic boom is cooling. I also want to share with you, did you all read the announcement Elon Musk is telling his employees you return back to work and if you don't come back to work, i we will consider that your resignation. What does that do for the work from home uh, economy that moved out of area two hours, three hours? Some of you, I know, I know who you are. Some of you even moved out of state and bought properties out of state because you were like, oh, I can work from home. And then now your employer says, I want you home. I want you in the office three days at minimum a week. So if you live out of state, how exactly are you going to be coming to work three times a week? Is that practical? Is that feasible? Does that now make financial sense when you purchase the property out of area? Ooh, that's going to hurt. You see what I mean when I say this is going to hurt if you're not letting folks know. Uh, he's, okay, so Sacha at Friday EOB, we were at one at a one-month low regarding interest rates. Absolutely. That was last Friday. Yeah. Yeah. That that's the time we were talking and we were looking at that one month low. Thank you for that. And, and just for context, where are we now? Cause you know, I don't quote, I'm not a lender. Of course you are. And you, you know, you might be in, in that arena and dealing with rates all the time. What does one do now? Right. Do you purchase the property and then you're constantly chasing a refinance, right? You're constantly chasing to get a lower rate or do you just set yourself up and get comfortable when you get your foot in the door, which is usually what I like to let my clients know because refinances, depending on who you go with, costs you every time it costs you. Some banks say, oh, we won't charge you fees. We won't you know, charge an appraisal. Well, no appraisal necessary. All these other creative things that they were happening. But we are noticing that mortgage rate, um, excuse me, mortgage applications are down. Um, We know some of the big banks uh, who were doing loans have let go a good portion of their staff. Why? Because there's no longer a need for the staff to do mortgages because the volume is no longer there. The volume is no longer there. There's not that significant of a refinance happening now. That's cool. It's cooled down. All right. Shaw's dropping some, some tips for us here. Five and a quarter to five and a half. Six months ago, we were in the twos and threes. Timing is everything. That is facts. We're at five and a quarter today to five and a half percent. And guess what? Does that sound very familiar from a couple years ago? Some of you know, right? And some of you took advantage to refinance at these twos and threes, like the rest of the country. But now we have a new pool of folks that are now facing this five and a quarter, five and a half rates. They're looking to be at least 6%. They're already, like I said, they're giving us clues and cues that there will be rate hikes to come, more to come. Because when you look at it from that standpoint, from a monetary policy as well, you know, there, there weren't many people making money on their CDs and their savings account with rates being so low. And I've said this for quite some time. Rates can only go in one direction from here. We were at two points. I mean, don't get me started on what those adjustables were. Weren't Shad, what what weren't adjustables like 1.8 or something? Like it was it was less than two points if you were if you took an adjustable, uh, it was something crazy low. But there was no need to do adjustable rate mortgages either, right? Because if you have a fixed rate mortgage at 2.25, 2.875, I mean, still less than three percent. That was still phenomenal. So I wanted to put this in context today because we're watching it happen. It's like watching the trial and it's, it's going down, y'all. <laughs> it is really, I now send an offer and the response I'm getting is, honestly, I don't have any offers, huh? So all these pool of buyers that I've been working with that had to take a pause and now have a shot, yes, yes. Shad says, "Arms were one and one and a quarter, one point five percent. Facts, no real need to do them when the fixed was also low. Exactly. You imagine, Shad? I, I would say from that perspective, as we're seeing these interest rate hikes, people forget how history repeats itself. So, guess what happens? Now we're facing five and a quarter." um someone has marketed an adjustable rate mortgage to get their foot in the door to afford the 699 house the 700,000 house whatever it is um depending what your markets are 400 500 you're now uh marketed to get an adjustable rate mortgage because the rate will be not 5%, it will be something like a teaser rate of 2 to 3 points I don't know what it is today right um And then you say, yeah, I'll do that because they say to you, well, let's ride this out, get your foot in the door, do that for two to three years, depending on the um, adjustable uh, term and then refinance. And then, quote, this is not advice again. I'm just telling you, this is oftentimes what I how I hear this being presented and marketed and then refinance later. Right. And so if we do that and we see more people taking that on. Guess what we just did? We now will position ourselves for the very same symptoms and factors that created the housing bust back in 2008. Shad, go. He says, People are now asking about arms now. Go figure. See, I didn't even, <laughs> I don't even do loads. How did I know this was coming? He says, People are now asking about arms, again, adjustable rate mortgages. He says, Now for the first time in years, he said, I had to train my newbies on how to sell them. Especially because, right, Shad, now see, during during the Obama administration, and we had all these acts come into play to protect consumers with understanding adjustable rate mortgages. Notice that when you do them, the font is now bigger. It's a lot bigger than everything else. And it says in font, what is it? Font 16, 18 this is an adjustable rate mortgage. I I recall when I first got into the industry, I was a loan signing agent before I jumped full throttle into doing real estate as a salesperson. And as a notary, I recall how that form and the disclosures changed over time because people were not really understanding the pick a payment. You got to pick which payment. And if you picked The lower payment, that means you now were going into a negative amortization. So in that instance, how much is your home worth? That means you now owe more than what it's worth. Oh, yeah. I see all kinds of things happening right now. This is why I just wanted to get on and just kind of shout you all out and keep you uh, in the forefront of what's going on. He's out here laughing. He's like written in all caps. (laughs) He's like written in all caps, all caps, right? Font 16, 18, it's like something large. This is an adjustable rate mortgage. And we are speaking in context of what is it, what are now the alternatives to higher interest rates? Well, you have a lender here, shot Hammond here. here has been connecting with us and kind of affirming what I'm saying is going, he's saying it's happening already. I was saying it was going to happen more often and he's saying it's already going down. You will have more buyers taking on adjusted rate mortgages in this current market as we are adjusting uh because you know back when our folks purchased back in 1994 whatever believe it or not interest rates were 10%. My folks picked up their property in an adjustable rate mortgage, eventually paid that off. It worked for them because let's put this in context. Those products were ideal for people, self-employed entrepreneurs whose income fluctuated throughout the year. Sometimes they made more money than other times and it allowed them the flexibility to choose which mortgage payment or how much they wanted to send without being subject to a default, meaning not paying your mortgage on time. Okay, any comments, questions? I think we're good. I think you get the gist of... uh, what's happening here all right if you definitely found any of this information helpful today make sure you press one you let me know you're here two lets me know you shared it hit that drop mic drop uh emoji in the caption and listen you gotta stay on top of what is going on right now because this is like breaking news type situation right this is breaking breaking news okay um Shad says, you, Shad says you were dead on today. The market is shifting right before our eyes. And oh yeah, my parents purchased in 1989 with a 12 and a half percent rate. Wow. Wow. Context is everything, is it not? Context is everything. Shad, I appreciate you for your sh- your support comments. Um, as a industry professional, I'd like to give you a thank you. Um, drop me a DM of your address. We'll send you a Ready Set Real Estate 15-ounce mug for your support and just giving us those rates and uh, just helping people understand in context. What does it mean when we say, how much is your home worth today? Because it's definitely not what it was worth two months ago. All right. With that, I say have a powerful, and productive week. We'll see you next week on another information packed episode of Ready, Set, Real Estate. Recall our normal show time is Wednesdays at 11 a.m. But you know, the market is doing what it's doing. I was so tied up. I, there's no way I could have did it live yesterday. So we did it today. And I thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week.